Stardate 97021.2. Or is it? Dum dum dum. Welcome to the Stardate Podcast. We are your hosts. I am the Econoplast. I'm the Great Venomous. Can we back up to the Econoplast? No, we cannot. Keep going. Uh, we don't even know who you are. I guess it rolls in well to me being Lepidant. Lepidant. So, uh, yeah, I'll drop it for now, but it's going to be a thing. I'm referencing the great literary work of Pinky and the Brain. You might think you are, but we'll go with that. We'll go with that for now. We'll look at it, we'll look it up later. Pick some post. Is there a post? There will be no post. I don't know. So we're getting off topic. As this is this that, is a Stardate kind of podcast. Goal. It is. This is a Stardate podcast, but um, why are we calling this a Stardate podcast? Well, that's going to be our first topic of conversation, I would assume. It's called a segue. Yes. <laughs> Just roll on over. <laughs> <laughs> so. Who wants to lead off the segue? So. Segway tours? Anyone? So Stardates, you want to figure out what Stardate it is. Easy job, isn't it? But no, because nerds. So it turns out there are three different ways you can figure out the start date. Please, teach me them. And actually, if I'm being honest, there are four different ways, apparently. So we started in pre-production. Three. We started I, in pre-production at two ways. We started to. Seemed to have discovered another live, two. and now a fourth, even liver. So full disclosure. Liver? Liver. Full Roll disclosure. I am not a genius. I am reading things off my phone. The iconoplast. Yes. I am shooketh. You should be. My eyes are not uncovered. Your eyes are not uncovered. That's a topic for later. Maybe not today. We'll see. Anyways, so, looking up how to calculate the start date, there are three methods, it says here, but we'll get back to the fourth. Number one, represent the current date in year, month, day with yymm.dd. So the year 1900 would be start at 1900.00. That is method one. I don't like that method. I, I also yeah. disprove that. It's that not method. fancy enough. I don't like that it leads with year. Yeah, for it, like their example here is September eighth, nineteen sixty six, would be written as start date six six zero nine point zero eight. So that's one method of doing it. Current start date would be two zero. That's the thing; it messes up. Start date two zero zero one zero eight. Is the current start date by that format, mm-hmm. but that is later than start date six six zero nine zero eight, which is which era? Which is nineteen sixty six. Oh, so I love it already. So scrap that. I'm already. Now, second method, you can just use a year, and then twenty twenty, and so two zero two zero. And then dot zero zero would be like 
January 1st at midnight. Dot zero zero would be? Yeah. And so you'd have to figure out the entire year in terms... 365, but in a... In two decimal places. Two decimal decimal places. So... We're probably like zero one, zero two, something like that. What's the other way? The third way is using the star date of the current Star Trek episode or movie to represent today's star date. The current movie? Use the star date or of the current Star Trek it episode be point movie. Oh two, well, 0.0219. So it says... Today. Now it says today's star rate is 734.86.8 using the next generation star date system. Because they actually had one as opposed to... Because they actually had one, and if it was still in production, right, it, it would be going. today. Because it was, it was the it was the the series day, the series like one or series. Well, the four it was always four. It always started with a four. It started with a four, but the season was said. one, two, three, four, yeah. five. Right. So it was four, whatever that number was, which was a season, and then just and then just random crap. And and as is going to be a reoccurring thing, the answer. To no what answer. the real star rate is, is there's none because the producers made it up to make it sound fun and to give a uh, an exposition dump for the captain to start every episode. But we don't care about none of that crap. To quote our rules of engagement here, real answer to all questions is as such. Plot convenience. But we do not care about plot convenience. Instead, we will talk about... This. In we're gonna find an in-universe answer and make it fit an actual in-universe, like the year of our Lord kind of thing, or no, in the Star Trek universe. Ah, bit of both. With us, yeah, bit of both. Okay, so kind of how Star Wars has ABY and BBY, but people just kind of made that up and it stuck. We're gonna do our own thing here. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. Star Wars. What is that? I don't know yet. I don't understand. Kind of heresy you speaking over here. <laughs> So, yeah, so this is a thing where we're just going to, like, talk about stuff that we like. We're three guys who came up with this idea under the influence of Romulan Romulan Ale. Ale. I'll have a sip of my Romulan Ale right now. It's actually quite strong. Mm -hmm. I may need more of it. For municipal purposes only, of course. Of course, of course. course. Because this is uh, illegal. Yes. But. In the universe. In 13 states. In all the colonies. Uh, colonies? I was able to smuggle some through Io. <laughs> so yeah, we're three guys who decided to make this podcast. There are other podcasts out there that are just We recaps. plan to be morally superior to all of them. We like Balkans. Yes. Yes. So we're going to be smug and self-centered and... We're, We're just, off to a strong start. We really know. are. We're, <laughs> just with our names in general. Yes. The Iconoplast, the Great Beatimus, and Lepidant. Got a guy literally describing himself by a personality trait over here. So, <laughs> two of them, actually. Two of them. Yeah. I just used my handle and just added great in front of it. And the. And the. You can't forget the the. No. It, it not right adds. here. Yeah, it's going to be different than other podcasts. Most of those are just recaps of episodes that have already been watched. This is more of what? A whole overarching 
or discussion? Yes. We will have rules, and then we will break said rules to fit our desires and how we want to approach this. With, as of this recording, we have a couple of us having seen some series and not others. Yeah, I so haven't seen Discovery. You have not yet. seen Discovery. I have not watched Enterprise. You've not watched Enterprise. Not in full. Not watched Enterprise. Not in full. Okay, Mister. I don't pay for CBS Access. So I don't watch Discovery. Shut up. Bacula is dreamy. Uh, <laughs> that could be a topic for later. The back is back. Baby's got Bacula. <laughs> I think we found our title. Oh, oh yes. Yeah, we gotta come up with titles for all these things too. Oh, I, I, I think that's so that's much work. Be. I think we've committed to that one. Baby's got Bacula. Baby's got Bacula. I love it. I think you might have to change your your title. <laughs> you are Baby's got Bacula. Anyway, so like we had a couple ideas. We uh, oh, got through two. I, just came over I like Scott Bacula. I cannot lie. That's a good one. <laughs> Some other Klingons can't deny. Uh, I think we're going to have to record and produce a whole thing of this now. Oh, yes. <laughs> Bring a sexy Bacula. Um, did we just become a Scott Bacula fan account? <laughs> I'm not okay with that. So, anyway. we only got through two methods of Stardate and have not selected one for ourselves. We have not. Oh, yeah. Well, here's the thing. We got through three methods. And we also, did? We also... I downloaded an app on my phone. That's probably going to be the most convenient for us and will be our in-universe because answer Because I'm, I'm a millennial, darn That's it. That's right. Just barely. Just barely, actually. But well, and let's the not date ourselves. My app Just says Stardate uh, is completely different than anything mentioned. Does on the, the app give a definition of its own Stardate? It does not. It's just in lovely Star Trek font. Ah, oh, it's beautiful. In little Elkars looking font thing here. And Does it look like it might have been voiced by Luxwana Troy? Uh, one can only hope. Mm-hmm. What was her actual name? Major Barrett, wasn't it? I don't know. Major. It doesn't matter. We're talking about characters here. Except we did spend five minutes on Scott Bakula. We did. So, come anyway. on. Well, I mean, Scott Bakula was a historical figure. It was, yeah. He was. Yeah. That... Anyways, we're getting way off topic. Mm-hmm. Where are we at? Ten minutes. All right. That's it. So, we're going to have to cut that out later. <laughs> so we're going to have to talk about some topics. Why not? We will. Well, we tried on one and got very far. We got far. this far on it. So, so and here's opens up just... Uh, it leads into inconsistencies quite well. It leads into inconsistencies. And that's something I would like to tackle right off the beginning. Ooh. Is you know that that previous mention that I am not a genius should be reiterated for all is that you know we are going to make are we going under mistakes. genius as in like your actual IQ level here or are you just saying you're not smart enough to be called one? I'm just saying that I will probably say things that are wrong. Oh, we welcome that. Oh, yes, we're all gonna do that. That's so. We you have the pedantic person already making gaffes, so yeah. So we're let's just go that, with it. That's just gonna happen. So sorry, I guess. <laughs> but I apologize I mean, if you don't mean it. I, I don't. I there really don't. So what's Klingon for sorry? 
There isn't a word. For there it, isn't I'm a sure. word for sorry. That that's that's that, that word is what I feel for right now. If you say sorry, you're a coward and deserve to die. Yeah, you need to be. Today is a good day to die. Uh, not yet. Not yet. Depends on how much uh, rum and ale. ale we have. Yeah. We are. Uh, the night is young. <clears throat> that is true. Let's, let us hope the bring cups, out the blood wine. Let us hope the cups runneth over. So. Um, we discussed earlier that we got a couple topics for discussion today. So, we have our, our method of start date, and perhaps as time goes on, we may change, we may not. Who is Seems to too convenient we'll to change. How yeah. things go. It, I mean, it really is very nice in that realm. So, um, first... Does, before we can dive into point one, uh-huh. can we... Does your our established method conflict with in-universe methods? Like, are we talking this episode being recorded millions of years in advance of past episodes, or well, after, if you consider, or, you know, next generation was four one four two, you right, know, and we're nine seven. So we are well after, yet also so we're before. Like, are we really nine seven? According to this. According to the app. What's with the negative four in front of it? We should just throw a four in front of it. Negative four. That probably means something. It probably does. Probably should have read that. But 970, negative four bracket 970's 21.2 doesn't have the same ring to it. It doesn't. So, oh, I bet you that probably was like a was like a modifier to bring it back to. Bring it back to pre-23rd century. Yeah. Yes, because now we're talking... Like BCE, BCE, like BCE, CE stuff right there. Yeah. We can make this our universe that we're, um, you know, thousands of years in front of TNG and we're giving a historical background. I like it. this idea. We are. I, I approve. We are discussing history. What, exactly, our history. Yeah, ancient history at mm. this point in time. Tatum. We would be the type of. Antique. To... He was a quaint little idea. Uh, we would be the types to dive into ancient history like this. Yeah. Absolutely. With a, a full glass of Romulan ale. Uh, so it's not that, illegal anymore. We, I, said, we did say it was illegal, but that was... Oh, yeah, that got that got uh, revoked in the 32nd century. <laughs> well, no, no, no. It's, we're millions of years later. Everything's legal now. Actually, sure. no. If or we're not. going by what happened, Romulus is long gone. Yes. Or... Yeah. Reasons. Oh, so this this is like this is like homebrew from like a couple like crazy Vulcans. Sure, we'll go with that. Yeah, this, you know like, that's why it's quite potent. Mm-hmm. If we can call them Vulcans anymore. Yeah. They technically still are Vulcans. Vulcan wasn't. Destroyed. I'm talking about now. Oh. Oh, I see what you. Yes. Ah. Uh, uh, Ooh. I meant yes. I completely understand what you. Here mean. we go. Right. Moving so, on to point one. Are we doing point one? Point one, point one. Because we already discussed we we start inconsistencies. In starting inconsistencies, but now we go to Star Trek inconsistencies. So yeah, while we have a lot of topics we want to discuss, we've kind of picked a few of them. Mm-hmm. Um, it would seem that the uh, the iconoplast had a point he was getting to before he was so rudely cut off. Well, I'm just saying though, the general idea is we're going to pick a point and just ragingly nerd out on it as hard as we possibly can 
and uh, just see where the day takes us. And um, we'll get through as many of these as we have time for, and we'll just go with it. So point number one, I believe the great and all-powerful Benimus was going to talk about commission. Correct. And not as commission as in making money off a sale. No, that, no. That is a much later because discussion. Because rules of acquisition are in episode 7 and not a moment for them. <laughs> man, episode seven's getting busy. It's really getting packed. There's a lot, there's a lot there. We're only and we gotta, oh man, episode 7. We gotta seven. manage six episodes that episode before seven. that. Yeah, it's gonna be something. It's gonna be amazing. So, on the topic of commission, it seems that Starfleet ranks are almost akin to... Very, very military. They are military-based, almost mirroring this thing that was called the Navy back in the early 20th century. Because we are right 21st. here. 21st. Oh. 21st. Oh, 20th, 21st Queens, century. 20, 21st century. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It seems so barbaric from our point of view. Yeah, mm -hmm. Something like that. So the... Well, the one question always comes up with me Emphasis is... on being 21st, 20th, 21st century Earth, United States, if you want to be Is very that what it was called, United States? States? States of something. It was the North remember. America Territory. That one. That one. <laughs> Post-Louisiana Purchase, I think. There's something that about that. That post-Louisiana Purchase. Well, I mean, when you're talking... I mean, the archives are incomplete. Right. I'm sorry, I don't get that reference. <laughs> <laughs> okay, commissions. Concern. Commissions. They uh, don't always make sense. Why, why not? Please well, first do off, go on. We'll go... I put my, fin my fist underneath my chin. We'll go from the rank. Uh-huh. From lowest to highest. Yes. You Emphasis have... on lowest to lowest highest. To I highest. missed this in discussions yeah, of my medicine right so. now. Yes. The, uh, the post... Pre-production? Pre-pre... Yes. Post-pre-production. Yes. Pre-pre-meeting. The pre-post... Pre-meeting discussion of production. Anyway. We're really prepared for this. It shows. <laughs> so the ranks from lowest to highest are as follows. Our editor will take care of this. Because mm -hmm. we have. Thanks, Frank. Frank's dead. You killed Frank? What the crap's wrong with you, dude? He looked at me weird. Yeah, fair enough. It's millions of years later. Murder is legal now. The purge. Oh, right. I forgot. Because I'm in the future, too. The purge happens... Almost on a daily basis at times. Anyway, back to commissions. Yes. The commissioned officer rank structure of the pack. I don't know. Is it still, it's still in effect. Let's go with that. Yeah, sure. It is from lowest to highest. Ensign, lieutenant, junior grade, lieutenant, lieutenant commander, commander, captain, fleet captain, commodore, also known as rear admiral, lower half. Oh, I will be focusing on that. Then... There you is. What I mean. <laughs> there is Rear Admiral. Insert sound effect here. Rear Admiral, also known as Rear Admiral Upper Half. Gotta do something up there. Right on. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't separate the upper and lower halves. No, no, they yeah, have that, to be that in the saucer section. Must stay together. <laughs> <laughs> that was beautiful. And then you have Vice Admiral, Admiral, and then finally Fleet Admiral. And these are the commissions, the ranks you can have as an enlisted officer that distinguished you from your other crew members. Mm -hmm. But there's an issue with that, as One. the Iconoplast has mentioned well, before. I mean, it, it follows the military relatively 
straightforwardly and as it and would. eliminated privates and gave us rear admirals. So there's well, that. privates or army, maybe all the same. Maybe has a different. I just wanted to make a private and, and rear admiral joke there. Okay. <laughs> I see. I see what you meant to do. Uh, 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 anyways, so. So you go the the traditional route is you go to school, you do all your learning, you do the Kobayashi Maru, and then you come out and you're like, boom, I'm an ensign now. But there are two problems with that. One, you can cheat on the Kobayashi Maru, apparently. Even though three awesome. problems on that. I was gonna say we'll get to it, but let's just do it right now. So the start. I would like to back up just before the Kobayashi Maru is that. The stipulation of needing to be effectively born into Starfleet. I don't think you're ever born into Starfleet. What I'm getting at is that you you have to. Is this under a enlistment program? It's through the academy. Through you an academy, you can enroll in the academy. academy. There we go. As soon okay. as you graduate after the four-year program, then you are automatically given. You're commissioned. Rank. You are commissioned and given the rank of ensign, and from there you can. In theory. In, in theory. theory. But here's here's a question. That here's a thing that throws all that in the wash right there. Okay, the Star Trek 2009 movie. I'm sorry. The movie? Can I get a can I get a uh, time frame of what was happening? Because I'm not familiar with this movie element. I don't understand what you okay. mean by movie. So in the 22nd century. So James Kirk. Ah, there we go. I know him. He gets, he goes, very famous, he gets into the... Shatner or Pine? What? What? <laughs> I don't Continue. know. I don't know these people. I don't either. About. I don't either. So, Kirk... Kirk alternate reality or mainstream reality, which one are you talking about? No. Because um, we are in the main reality, because Romulus is dead. Yes. Ah, true. Yeah. Not Vulcan. Not but, Vulcan. Yeah, this is, this is the Colvin timeline. It'll be interesting. Ah, thank you. Which, mess, which messes things up. It will. A lot. Because, here's what I'm getting at. So, at that point, in the Academy, are James Kirk, Dr. McCoy, and Lieutenant Uhura. She's in the Academy. Pulling piece of history. With, with Kirk at the same time, but she's a lieutenant. Yes. At that point. And so she's still training. Kirk is training. Kirk is called cadet. He's never granted the rank of ensign. He actually sneaks on board the Enterprise. Mm -hmm. So Lieutenant Ahura, Lieutenant Ahura. So not not ensign, not Lieutenant Junior Grade, but Lieutenant. She is bumped up three ranks. Still in school. Or she graduated? I believe she graduated already. Well, no, because she was roommate oh, with, no, yeah, with yeah, the yeah. green chick that. That Kirk was stooping. Ah, yes. That is a thing. So, so, and you know, they're all wearing the same cadet How we know uniforms. this private information between all these people well, in the not, ancient history is well, well, we, to not be discussed. I'm a friend with a Q. Ah, uh, thank under, you. Yeah, and he told I, me I did things. A, I did extensive a research for this. A Q or the Q? A Q. Not that Q. He's dead. Does he have a Q? Exactly. His son? No, he's been dead also. No, his nephew. Uh, Twice removed. Anyways, so so you got this. So you got this cadet Kirk that 
sneaks aboard the Enterprise. The Enterprise takes off. All this stuff happens. And then, all of a sudden, Captain Christopher Pike tells Cadet Kirk, you're first officer now. Yes. Now, he doesn't give him a rank of commander. A commission. He doesn't give him a commission. He just says, you're first officer. He is first cadet. Yeah. So, he immediately outranks... All these people, lieutenants, lieutenant commanders... Pretty much everyone on the ship. Everyone except Spock. So, But also kind of Spock, if he becomes first officer, right? Well, he, they made Spock captain. Oh, right, right. Acting right. captain. Acting. Acting, Acting captain. Acting first officer. <clears throat> right. So they both do this. So apparently the point I'm getting at is that Pike, or a captain, has the ability to just change people's ranks... Will they nilly? Nilly nilly. At will. To whatever they want it to be. And that seems like an awful lot of power to give a captain. I mean... Who, who, as you said in your ranking system, is like what? Like, midway? At best. He's right in the middle. Right smack in the middle. So once you hit the midpoint in your Starfleet career, you can do whatever the crap you want. Essentially. And everyone's just... Because... Everyone on the ship, all the, you know, all the lieutenant commanders, all the engineers, all the radio techs, everyone else was just like, hey man, I thought I might be in line to be first officer. Nope. There, there was a second officer. We don't know who that was, but there was a second officer somewhere on that ship. Otherwise, why name a first officer? Exactly. And he or she... Uh-huh. True. What just got passed over, just like or it, or it, or yeah. you know, whatever gender. There are species some gender neutral species, if yeah. you remember correctly. They, Riker. We'll call it they. They, yes, they. It's more the politically correct yes. term for so those the, listening in the past. Uh-huh. Yeah, they were passed over. We have to appease to our past audiences. Yes, because yeah. this is traveling through time and space. Right. Yeah, thousands of years in the past. Technology does wonderful things. They get passed over for all these promotions, and everyone is fine with this. Mm-hmm. They and respect then, the authority of their captain. And then... For some reason. Kirk just, like, peeves off Spock. Spock speaks the crap out of him. Spock says, I'm not a good captain no more. I'm going to my room to say, to, you know, to cry a little bit. And, As one does. And then... Especially a Vulcan. Half yeah, Vulcan. A half sorry. Vulcan. And then... Just human side of Cadet Kirk, who is now acting first officer, first officer, just like I'm in command now. I own this ship. So My we're saying ship. one of the most revered captains slash Starfleet, whatever in history, was a mutineer, essentially. Mm-hmm. And I, just, I agree with this assessment. And that brings up. The second thing, what we talked about, what the captain can do, whatever he wants, are the, the essentially up to and including become captain. The the greatest officer of all time, Wesley Crusher. Oh. <laughs> I couldn't even say that with a straight face. <laughs> For those listening, he did not. I believe they heard. So. <laughs> So let's consult the historical archives on Wesley Crusher. Oh man. Well there is there is a little bit more Computer. Towards... You dare impugn him? <laughs> Hello, computer. I I do dare impugn him. 
There is a little bit more to about the whole commission. Uh, or officer terms. It might exactly be the information we but need. This is at the, the interesting moment. thing, according to the archives. Uh huh. Certain officer positions could be filled by non-commissioned officers as no existing of those. And it is by rank, field officer, flag officer, ranking officer, title, senior officer, first sure, officer, sure. command officer. There's always a there's, command chain. There's things. So where does all that fall in line with the commission? Because, like you're about to point out, a one Wesley Crusher, he spoke Wesley. W-E-S-L-E-Y. You're letting slip some... Freudian references to a Will Wheaton, who does Wheaton? not exist. No, I don't know what that means. I don't know what who it means either. either. I said Wheaton? it, but I don't know. I know it's, it's going way back in the archives right there. That's that's almost another whole other thing. Yeah. Perhaps. So, there's one other issue that comes up. But to be fair, I don't put this on the fault of Wesley Crusher. Why not? In your... If you were in his position, you likely would have done the same thing. If you could have gotten authority and skip over the, you have to go to school for four years thing. But that brings You'd up probably a, do it too. That brings up an interesting question, though. Do you have to go to school for four years for it? Yeah, because Wesley... Is this like a 21st century collegiate reference? In late 20, 2364, Wesley took the Starfleet Academy entrance exam, but did not pass. Mm. So you know he did not pass. He gets authority. He gets something. Well, he was he was an ensign for years, an acting ensign, an acting acting ensign. But like in season four, started four four da 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 da. Thank you. He um, he had a full uniform on. Mm -hmm. Like He's he was promoted to full ensign. He was promoted to full ensign. Had all the ranks, you know, responsibilities and privileges therein. True. And then, at the end of the season, he decides to go to the academy to just, to jump to get, down? To get demoted, yes. To demote himself. To later promote himself. To later get back promoted? Like, I, I don't... Re-promoted? I don't see how that... And there's... There's one other inconsistency that... That he did not go through the Kobayashi Maru? Well, I'm sure he did. That was, but while that's he was for captains, essentially. That's past captain's exam. Was that a captain's exam? Every officer. Ah, that is important information. That is important information. I thought it was. I definitely ah. thought it was like it, no. it was the effect, a similar effect of taking your SATs. That is not the case. The okay. Kobayashi Maru was to test the one's fitness and under pressure. Ah, the, the, will the willingness to, to sacrifice others to save yourself, game. or. Just screw the whole thing and cheat it and win. Because yes. Because you can. You can. In yeah, real that, life. That essentially was for, I guess, cadets trying to go on the command path of Subroutine. their career. Subroutine. Mostly just like the command route. Mm -hmm. Wanting to be, you know. You decide as a... Uh, very green, very inexperienced book learner. Squeaked when you step around. Yeah, sorry. That you want to jump straight to, I get to tell all of y'all what to do. I need my robe and hat. He needs what? I'm not sure. We're going to roll with it. We are going to roll with it. We are reaching up on 30 minutes. 
and um, I need to use the facilities, as it were. How about we take a quick break? And we'll, we'll be right back after these commercial messages. Thank you for your endorsement. This message, this podcast is sponsored by Squarespace. Don't, don't say that. No, no, no. We cannot, we have to have a insert company name here until we get real endorsements. We can't follow the 21st century. If you want to be all legal about it. We got to follow first 21st century laws here if we're going to record to their ears. I suppose. All right. We'll be back after this. And we're back. Again. Yet again. So, talking on the issue of commission and how ranks are meaningful until they're not. Or meaningless until they are? Or is that a different question? Because here's the other hiccup in that that always comes up is Deep Space Nine and Chief O'Brien. You are referring to the outpost that is in the Cardassian space? Yes. Excellent. Yeah, that's... That was Bajoran space. No, it's a bit range. of both. Yeah. The Bajoran-Cardassian border. Yeah, right on the border there with the wormhole and whatnot. The uh, yeah. demilitarized zone? Demilitarized zone? Mm-hmm. So, so you have Chief O'Brien that is a non-commissioned officer. He's an enlisted man. He was an enlisted man. And as the enlisted man, he made he was be made head of engineering or head of operations, the official title, on Deep Space Nine. And regularly, there were episodes, there were there were videos I watched of the archival footage. Thank you. Whereas he was ordering around commissioned officers. He had engineers under his command, engineers that were the rank of ensign or lieutenant or lieutenant commander, and yet he was still in charge. So, so there is an aspect of non-commissioned versus commission, non-commissioned versus commission, but also an aspect of you're better at this than me, and we will defer to your skill and/or expertise, irregardless. But was he really? That is a question. This goes into... Not to impugn his name. No. But but, to discuss it. But this is something that came up and it goes back into kind of into this discussion about Chief O'Brien and Geordi LaForge. Okay. We have a lot of Geordi LaForge. To we do have a lot of Geordi LaForge, but... And in that, this moment. And that will go into another thing. But let's let's break down the... The O'Brien versus LaForge. Well, let's break down the career history of Geordi LaForge. And how he just really got the shaft from Starfleet? Well, no. I'm actually arguing the other point of that. Ah. I don't think he did. No. Looking at all the archival footage that we have. Hmm. Because he started out as, as a, in his rank of ensign as the, as the chief helmsman of the Enterprise. Correct. So that's that's a heck of a position, but he is a helmsman. Later on, that was taken on by uh, Wesley Crusher. Later on, by Ro Laren, by Data. Other, by Data, Lieutenant Commander Data of all of Data, all people. Data was operations, so that was a different thing. He was on oh, the right. He, he stayed on the right hand side. He was on well, the right hand side. Wesley was in that also. 
Yeah, the right hand side for some time. some time, but most of the time the house twin was on the left. Yes. So here's the thing though. Jordy is ensign. Yes. In this first season. In the second season, he gets one promotion to, like you said, Lieutenant Junior Grade. And then he's made chief engineer of the whole ship. He has at previously shown no propensity towards engineering. He doesn't have that in his The eyes. He had it in his eyes. Yeah, or his lack thereof. Ah. Metaphorical. Metaphorical, metaphorical eyes. eyes. I mean, he could see be well beyond the normal spectrum. Normal spectrum that. But see, if he wanted kind of... to transfer into engineering and work under someone, shouldn't he, shouldn't he have started that lower on the totem pole and worked his way up? So there is an element of how do you say nepotism at work. I don't know who he knew. Like Picard didn't seem to like him that much. Some type of maybe. Engineering is not the post you think it'd be. Mm. Perhaps there was some type of... Maybe it was a form of, like, punishment to be head of engineering. Well, and At the time. I don't think it, it was, though. Like, your well, chief engineer was the question, one that yes. always made everything work. But he was also told what to do and expected to do it with no questions. That is true. But then, let's take it another step further. So... Jordy works himself up the ranks. At in later seasons, he is a lieutenant commander. Yes. Now you have at times in charge of the whole ship. At times in charge, acting com- captain. But here's the interesting thing about that. Jordy, at one point, was a lieutenant commander. At one point, Captain Picard and Commander Riker are both incapacitated. As they do. As they were. So, Lieutenant Commander Data took on the responsibility of captain, acting captain. Lieutenant Worf took on the, the capacity of first officer. Mm-hmm. And Lieutenant Commander Geordi LaForge kept himself back in the engine room, polishing the grates like he should. He was uh, refining the dilithium? Something like that. Now the question becomes, why was that happening? Was it just like he wasn't on the bridge? He was part of the senior officers, though. He was part of the senior he officers. He was in the, uh, the little like, water cooler discussions they had in the room off of... The senior officers. Yes. Yeah. But doesn't it seem That's like... Just said. I, I'm talking about water cooler, though. <laughs> they didn't have water coolers back then. They, they had replicators. That is the water cooler. That's not a... That's... Anyway. That is, anyway. That's... That, eh. So yeah. it's like, Jordy progressed up the ranks, got promoted, worked his way up, and then hit Lieutenant Commander and just stopped. Right. And everyone else kind of moved up past and, him. And that's where the discussion of, did he get the Starfleet shaft? Starfleet <laughs> shaft. Did he get the Starfleet shaft, or did he just want to stay there? That's a fair question. That is a fair question. Because so, if you recall... From the archival from footage. From the archival footage. As we know, computers recorded... Not just audio, but video. They recorded everything. For future... In three-dimensional space. In three-dimensional space for future discussion. Exactly. Often from a very static point of view, traditionally front helm facing backwards. Correct. If you recall from the archival footage, when the Enterprise found the Dyson Sphere... Ah, the Dyson Sphere. They found 
I forget which which the vague was. reference to Jefferson or something. Um, they I'm not found sure which one stuck in oh the ship that was buffer. stuck in pattern. Bu- yeah. Oh um, oh yeah. They Captain Scott. Captain, Captain Scott. Scott. Yes. In what was the, the advice? Buffer. What was the advice that Captain Scott gave to George of the Forge? To Educate as far us. as you can stay as chief engineer. It will be the best years of your life. So you're saying he took the advice and forsook his progression up the ranks to enjoy some time with the boys in the back. Because if, you know, if Starfleet has showed us anything... um, It's a boys game. It it is a boys game. But not only that, it's not a pursuit of material things or... Or status. Or status. It is for their own enjoyment, happiness, blah, 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 blah. But... All that said, and I agree with that assessment of LaForge's motive. Okay. Um, how does that play into other others in similar positions? Well, see, that gets me back to Chief O'Brien. Yes. Who was a transport operator. Was that what you just did? That was a mimed segue over to uh, the Iconoclast. It plays better live than it does on audio. Oh, no. It's great on audio. I guarantee you. Because you just stopped everything. You had to do your little shifty shift over back to the Iconoclast. Yeah. What are you saying? So Chief O'Brien is a transporter operator. On... The Enterprise. On, on the Enterprise. And that was just, that was his thing. He just kind of like, he pressed a button that sent the people on the away missions and brought That would be back. emphasis on the NCC 1701. D. D? So he does that for a while, and then he gets a promotion to basically run an entire space station. Correct. Like, fix the whole thing. Now, I'm sure running the transporter gave him some engineering acumen, but I don't know that he necessarily had the qualifications to run the Well, I would say if you can run what, in my opinion, would be the most complicated piece of Starfleet technology. Maybe a thing of Suicide Box, that is. Ah. That's episode 12. Let's hold that. But, I mean, the, the concept of, if you can make this piece of technology work, how much carryover is there to other elements? I would retort that by saying there were so many of the archival footage discussing, like, Barclay and whatnot. That would be Lieutenant Barclay? Lieutenant Barclay, who had the transporter phobia. That everyone also was... a uh, long-standing adoration of the holodeck. Yes. I would go the so one far as calling that an addiction. An addiction. We're, uh, we're past... Labels at this point. No, the dude was an addict. He's <laughs> getting getting his smack on. He, from what I recall, the archival footage showing, he uh. did things probably on the holodeck. Do you really want to get people. into that discussion? That's for episode twelve. Episode twelve. Twelve. Barclay versus Tuvok. Oh, that's episode at least four. If we're gonna get into Barclay, we get into Tuvok at the same time. Oh, there's a lot. Yeah, and Moriarty. No, that, Moriarty. That's, while we're at it, it all it all ties that's together. That's still episode twelve. Federation attack. Okay, so O'Brien. So O'Brien. 
So the transporters at that point in time were considered pretty like seamless. True. They kind of like in the with some exceptions. With some exceptions. But it it basically they they seem pretty user friendly. Push a lever up. Push a lever down. Yeah, it's kind of like those... Uh, Occasionally turn some lights on. Occasionally like those uh, McDonald's touchscreens that the kids have. In the you, 21st century. In the 21st century where you just like press, you know, a picture of the food and then it orders the food for it. I'm dope, give me this food. What? McDonald's <laughs> still there. What are you talking about? <laughs> now you just think of it and it shows up at your door. Uh, so I, I don't, what are you talking about? It doesn't show up at the door. It shows up at the hole in your wall. <laughs> the designated McDonald's. <laughs> the designated McDonald's replicator? Because we brought yes. consumerism and capitalism back? Yeah, it went out of fashion for a couple centuries, and we brought it back. A couple millennia. We, we brought bits of it back. Anyway. Homages to past times, you might say. So, yeah, the point is, it, it's a bit weird. Thank you. you. <laughs> <laughs> What was that? What's I believe it was an O'Brien accent. It's an based e- off of it's an ancient historical accent. <laughs> Are you trying to do some type of accent? I can't believe you Oh, we have our first curse. <laughs> this is North American Quadrant. We don't say that here. So oh, the, this is a new quadrant. Sorry. So, so anyways, so we could rabbit hole down this. All day. So we're well, going to pass on discussing... Well, we have. We did. We have. Are we going to pass on discussing how rankings of Starfleet affect other candidates for promotion? Example. Harry Kim, for one. Poor Harry Kim. Indeed. He was always acting captain, never Always acting captain as essentially an ensign. captain of his, yeah. of his, like, his quarters. He essentially got the go to your room a couple times. Yeah. Yeah. Get out of here, Harry. Yeah. The, the One of them crit- was for a, uh, a ploy, you might say, but it stuck. Which is the part I never got from the archival footage. Is they invent a ploy to have Mr. Kim... Commit subterfuge, but then when this is revealed, the demotion sticks, and this is something I have yet to reconcile. There's even more to like unpack in that whole. Oh, subject. there's much. There's because if you recall from the archival footage, indeed, you have the EMH. Ah, who not a sentient being, medical hologram. Yes, not a sentient being, definitely not a commissioned officer, because he's a program. Sentient program? Sentient. Some might Some might say, a sentient program therein, but still. If we can have a uh, Sherlock uh, referenced Moriarty? Yes, a sentient, there is. There is is room for this, okay. Yes, a sentient program. But not commissioned, and not... Non-commissioned. Non-commissioned and non-enlisted. Non-enlisted, he is at times, only as far as I can recall, at least once, given... Authority beyond his rank? Way beyond his rank. And his specialty. 
Granted, you can throw a bunch of algorithms into a program and see what sticks, but still. Command subroutines, you might say? Yes. How does that translate to following circuit well, protocol and commissions and ranking well, and anything? I imagine in the moments that that did happen from my recollection of yes. the footage, he was, how do you say, the last surviving member in some situations? So... I imagine he kind of gets a pass for that. Yeah, I guess. There was one time where he was There not. was one time. There was that one time. What happened was. What happened was. Well, I would say, too, that the discussion of the EMH, probably we can pack that in with data. That's also true. Also true. Episode 12. That's... Yes. Of this podcast. Of course. Yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll. How about we table this that? Auditory discussion. Discussion number 12. Yes. Discussion 12? We'll go with that. Because, how about. How about we talk about uniforms? Do we want to dive down that real quick? That was the worst segue I've ever heard. Yes. <laughs> that one broke down and fell. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the gyro stabilization of the segue just like. Just exploded. So on the topic of commissions, in your ranking, you have what are called uniforms. That is how you do a segue. Wow. So smooth. We'll fix it in post. Smooth as uniforms in Next Generation, Seasons 1 You need to do the the Picard tuck, as we can see. Oh, indeed. Yes. We have Picard maneuvers, but the... The lowly referenced Picard Tuck is equally mm. important. Hey, that, that... I will give them credit for this. Their uniforms, as evidenced by First Officer Will Riker's tendencies, have a lot of, how do you say, maneuverability. Well, they do. Especially to perform the Riker maneuver. Riker maneuver. Indeed. There the is maneuver. no cooler maneuver to pull off than the Riker maneuver. None. No. None to my knowledge. So, why did Starfleet change uniforms so much? I don't understand. Especially between... But still, though, it doesn't even make sense when you... Well, I mean, when you eliminate capitalism and consumerism and all these other things, what's left? Boredom. Exactly. Swag points, you might say. So you you gotta figure that... Okay, imagine this. So there's got to be someone in charge of uniform design. Starfleet. Um, Starfleet fashionistas. Fashionistas, yes. So the the head Starfleet fashionista, probably fairly high ranking. Is that a commission? <laughs> Is that a commission? I would say they are a commissioned, enlisted this, person. This this might be a fleet admiral. It might be. Would it be a front or, or a top or rear no, admiral? That would just be fleet admiral. Now I want it to maybe. be a top or rear admiral. Preferably one or the other. Well, maybe a top admiral has like a commission. Wait, you mean Commodore or Rear Admiral? Commodore is the Rear Admiral lower half. The Rear Admiral is Rear Admiral upper half. Excuse you? <laughs> you heard me. So you have a Rear Admiral who's actually a top half admiral? Did they get, did they get cut in half of the lightsaber? A what? A what? <laughs> There was a phaser. Yes. They, just, they, they had it. They had it on a low setting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they just... 
splice. Then it's time for cut, not not stun, not stun or kill. What they were doing is they were trying to cut the piece of fabric with their fingers. Yes. Oh god. (laughs) That's a really unfortunate. Maybe that is why Jordy stopped pursuing promotions. He did not want to be cut in half between the upper and lower half admiral. That's true. Is that why some admirals in later life, after all this Starfleet medical advancements, end up in wheelchairs? Because they are the they are the upper half. Their oh, lower really? halves are just running around somewhere, <laughs> <laughs> making orders. Yeah, trying to make orders, and they're just like you're a bo- you're a you're a bottom admiral. You know. Would get... you uh, would you say foot language? <laughs> Instead of a sign language, you're a foot. You're a foot soldier. You're a foot soldier. Ah, there we go. Ah, that that was good. That was you, good. You've earned your two pence that we don't use. Nice. Now. Not for millennia. I've earned, on top of millennia, I've earned my Romulan ale. You have. So that goes. Back your to question you. returns. Yeah. The uniforms frequently change. Mm-hmm. Often be- between contemporaries. You yes. Mm-hmm. In some instances. Uh. For example, the um, Christopher Fu- Christopher Pike days mm-hmm. overlap with others mm-hmm. that you have effectively four different uniforms within fifty years or less. Yeah, I'm going with the boredom's theory. I wonder then how many other times did they change? Probably quite a bit. And then here's the question. We have many times where color of uniform denotes rank, yes, but then changes, Mm -hmm. but then leads to. Well, sometimes it denotes ranks. Sometimes it denotes departments. Departments, right, right. Because if we recall from the Kirk era, Kirk era, yes, and Pike or gold. Gold. I think they call it gold. Gold was. It was yellow, but it was gold. Yeah. It was essentially just ship operations, was it not? I believe it they, was they command. They call that command. Command. And then um, blue was blue medical was slash medical science. Medical slash science. Red was security. Security slash engineering. Engineering. Yeah, slash do what you're told. Yes. And then that changed. And then they compl- well, they flipped, they flopped, flipped a they lot flipped of it. Medical stays. Medical science stays. Blue. Yeah. Because when you think science. You think blue. You think blue. But when you think command, command, you think red because mm. they issue kill orders. <laughs> I actually get, I actually get behind that. That All makes right. sense. And then gold because gold is a good conductor, or gold because that's the color of the phaser beam. I like that's, that less. Oh, that's no, I I go with that. Okay, gold metallic conductor. Reach around our one hour mark. Is it stopping in an hour? It will. we got five minutes. It will stop. Oh my. That's what I was trying to convey Ah. via secret language. So, uh, there's so much more to talk about. There is so much more. We'll have to have another podcast. We'll have to have another auditory discussion. We have committed to to 11 more of these (laughs) through our procrastinations and... Also, intent to discuss more. In we wanted, depth. yes, we did want to actually touch on our topics. This is why I wanted to write them down in the first place. There are many topics we have 
in mind. We've we have discussed many commissions. We've discussed briefly uniforms. As we, we said, episode 12 will be Federation Tech. That is for its own thing. We've committed to that. Would we like to uh, throw out some teasers for future auditory discussions? I would, I would say yes, Lepidant. Do you want to read off some of our teasers? Uh, I will read from some of my favorites. Do you want to tickle their lobes, as it would be? Ah, oh, I will you perform maximum umaks. Auditory umaks. Some examples are... That's what, we call, that we, that's what uh, they call me in the hood. The what? <laughs> what? <did you laughs> what? <laughs> We have discussions of possibly doing a cooking edition, because as we know, yes. across Starfleet, there are many culinary experiences to be had. Yeah. And I, I would like to tackle that in terms of... Perhaps a video edition? Perhaps. And adapting these classic Klingon and Vulcan and Bajoran dishes into the 21st century culinary in, world. The 21st century Earth culinary world. Yes. I, I, I think that would work. Uh, also, we have an, an in-depth and possibly fully Klingon discussion of Hamlet. We will see on how that works out. Well, it's true what they say. You cannot appreciate Hamlet until you read it in the original Klingon. Correct. That's correct. Uh, then, as a blitz, uh, we have time travel, teleporter as a suicide box, top three historical figures, mm. um, uh, always a fan favorite, the Section 31. The what? Do they exist? Do they not? I'm not sure Who's what you're to talking say? about. I've we'll find out. The rumors. Uh, all of the treaties of past, of Starfleet past, of... Algeron and also yay the, politics. Also, the many, many discussed, many discussed, deeply discussed. Um, what am I looking for here? I don't know. Words are hard. The prime directive. Yes. Uh, and then we get into the more inconsistent and downright provocative discussions. Of mind melds, nobility, uh, alien species, and the holodeck. Mm. That's actually one that probably will be interesting, at least for me, for the Federation tech. Which Federation I'm tech, very indeed. Very much looking forward to. And then one, one last one, two T's, is how would. Certain Starfleet events, such as Wolf 359, be perceived in the 21st century, were they to have occurred then. Obviously, accommodating for historical changes, Correct. as you would. Tune in next time to the Stardate Podcast. <laughs> Don't forget to like and smash that like button. And subscribe. And subscribe. Hit that bell. God, how I hate myself. But to conclude, as any Starfleet fan should, Klingon or what? we should in Klingon say how we feel about this. Kapla. 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 Oh god, that was horrible. <laughs> fix it in post. We'll fix it in post. Then but you continue. kill Frank, so we have to hire a new one. Yeah, I know. Thank you for listening yeah. to the Star the Stardate podcast. We are your hosts once again. The Great Beanimus, Lipidont, and the Iconoplasts. Till next time.
Until next time.